Good Monday morning. Uh, if you're looking at this thing over here, that's the new microphone that we brought in uh, several weeks ago. That Some of you said our volume was too low and I was even noticing that these massive air conditioners they have in this office, which was so graciously given to me, uh, they can make a lot of noise and white noise. So we hope that you're hearing better. That said, whoever talked to you about the gates of hell? In Matthew 16, 18, whenever uh, Peter has confessed his faith in Christ, and Christ says that that, that faith, that uh, statement is the foundation of his church, he goes a little bit further and says, and I tell you that you're Peter, and upon that rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Well, when I was a little boy, I was taught to be pretty afraid of Satan, and we would go to the books of Peter where he is said to be a roaring lion, that he is seeking out whom he can destroy. And we were pretty terrified. Now, we didn't believe that the devil had uh, a red suit on with a, a pointy tail and a pitchfork in his hand. We weren't medievalist by any stretch of the imagination, but we were taught that um, only a few of us were going to be saved. And that few, from several statements of Christ, you know, few there be that find it, um, that many will find the broad way that leads to destruction. And we put all that together to make it like the devil's going to have a whole lot more cheerleaders on the day of judgment than Jesus will. Well, most of these passages, however, we're talking about this life and yes, our ultimate destiny. But that ultimate destiny is in God's hands. And we'll talk about that later when we do a long series on hell and we do a long series on who will be saved. Suffice it to say that this passage always troubled me a little bit, that the gates of hell would not prevail against us. We were always told meant that there would always be a faithful remnant for Christ on earth and that we were it. I mean, what are the odds? But we lucked out. Uh, all of the, the the dice had been thrown by God and the universe, and here we were. But everybody else, you know, but they won't snuff us all out. But they might snuff you out, Patrick, if you don't behave real well this week. You get the point, right? You've heard these sermons as well. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have. i just like to bring up something in this passage to maybe help you move through your week. This won't be a long Monday morning message. Just maybe maybe help you a bit. Gates of hell prevailing against anybody isn't an offensive maneuver. It doesn't indicate that the devil's coming for us. It absolutely indicates that we're coming for him. Gates are a defense, not an offense. These gates that, that block up hell and all that's in it will not stand because Christ is going there to kick them down. Read it yourself. This is a hopeful, exciting thing and also way more inclusive than God coming back to save this tiny little group that we happen to be a member of. Think about it as well, um, what he means when he says hell. Because the word there isn't hell, it's Hades. It means death. Now, 
death to the people in that time, Jew and Gentile, was a very well thought out concept. Um, it had very many different flavors to it, but there was um, this emptiness, this loneliness, this um, wandering forever, uh, hungry and aching for the life we had. There was not any hope in death. And I'm not a, a big fan of Bart Ehrman's theology, but he wrote a book, The History of Heaven and Hell, uh, and his, his, especially his take on hell and his unfolding of the history of hell, uh, some in scripture, but mainly outside it in uh, pagan sources. Uh, the, it was very much worth reading. And I think that you would benefit from that as well if, if you're into that. But just be aware, Bart Ehrman uh, used to be a believer and then he stopped. He, he believes that he educated himself out of belief. So be aware, you know, um, buyer beware. That said, hell and death was this big, awful, misty, out of focus horror show. And Jesus said, not anymore because i'm the son of god and i've got this those gates won't hold that's a very different message than the one i got how about you as you go through your week this week i want you to keep thinking about this no matter what's coming at you the reality is we are charging the devil a good, good friend of mine, Terry Rush, said that every time he woke up in the morning, he wanted every single morning when he woke up for the devil to say, oh no, he's awake. He wants to be that big a problem for the devil. Well, I'm not really sure how much the devil knows about us as individuals or how much he cares. I don't know how many demons there are and whether they care as about us as individuals or whether they've got a, you know, a squad coming for us, it doesn't really matter because they're going to lose. Their gates are getting kicked in. And as if you've been following our study of 1 Corinthians, last Wednesday, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we went at some length about how exactly Christ kicked those gates in. And yes, it is past tense because Christ has now defeated death. And therefore, the victory is ours. Live a victorious life. Put your, put your life out there knowing, yeah, there's still some enemy. But the end of the story is written by the one who loves us and who made sure it was going to be a good one. Have a fantastic week. Cheers.